George Joyner. Recording started. Good morning, or good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on 1640 PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio and TalkShoe.com and on Spotify. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, joined alongside me as usual every week, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the champ is here, the Nugster Greg. Greg, welcome. Oh, thank you, Chief. Thank you. Uh, well, this is it, the big one of the big we're four. We're going to welcome Hell, the other yes. two that are here before we, we go on any we're further. We're also going to welcome our other two members of the Top Rope Report joining us live today, the little Nugster calling from Florida and DJ calling from Ric Flairville in North Carolina. How you guys doing? Not too bad. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Yep. This is one of the big four, guys. Yep. SummerSlam. Yep. Two seconds. Not bad. Uh, this is one of the big four. It's going to be a, uh, hopefully it's going to be a great pay-per-view. They got 10 matches lined up and, um, and, and it's weird. It's one of the big four and they only have 10 matches. Well, you know, I was reading on one of no the websites. No tag team matches, right. all singles matches. And I was reading on one of the websites that they said, um, the guy gives it a 7 out of 10 because the WWE didn't overstack this pay-per-view with matches. Right, but then people are bitching and complaining that there's right. you know, no Braun Strowman, no Drew McIntyre. Yep. You know, what's going on with Andrade and Mysterio? Right. I mean, you're like starting feuds and then all of a sudden when you think, okay, they can continue them, poof. Yep. And even on some of the matches they had on Raw and SmackDown this week, I thought they were going to add a couple of those to the show. Right. Like you said, Andrade Mysterio, yep. um, the they, Roman Reigns thing. They had mentioned that that it was rumored that the Aleister Back Sami Zayn match was going to be on this card. They yep. did it on you know SmackDown instead. Mm-hmm. The Fatal Forward for the women's title, which, as I told you, I had speculated that Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were going to win. Um, and... They were you did. surprised the Iconics were beaten first? No. No? Not at all. What about you guys? They were honestly of the four tag teams. They were the weakest of the four. Yeah. What about you guys? Any uh, Anything that surprised you or thought anything differently about Raw and SmackDown? Um, not really. I mean, I thought Raw was really good. SmackDown was all right. But I thought it was a really good, you know, go-home show. Yeah, for go-home shows, they were yeah. good. Yeah. And then our buddy... I like how- was I that like Joe? Samoa Joe was there for Roman. That was kind of cool. Yeah. 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 That kind of showed a different side of him. You know? Yeah. What about you, little Nug? Yeah, I thought Raw and SmackDown were pretty good. Um, I just have a couple of thoughts that I could uh, probably talk about before we end the show. Go right ahead. Oh, before we end um, the show. I mean, Is that what you said? Yeah, before... Just, yeah, just before we end the yeah, show. Let, let's get through the show. We'll see how much time we have left. Let's get through our predictions. Sure. Um, first, let's go over the overall standings. Yep. Um, tied for first. Um, I, I'll even... DJ was originally in first, and I tied him. So we'll, I'll, his name is first. So DJ and I are tied at 1,175 points. Trivia is in technically third, but it's second, whatever. 100 points behind us at 1,075 as he overtook Joe, who's now in fourth place, with 1,060 points. So that's only 115 points from first to fourth. Right. Then we have Tom. The caboose. Who, 760 points. 
is already over 400 points out of first place. Right. And, and and sorry, but to say it right now, he is the Baltimore Orioles of the division. Yep. Um, you know, we've got the Yankees, Red Sox, Rays all here in the top. Yep. And then we've got, you know, and we're, and we're trying to figure out, you know, why Tom's always... You know, third or fourth. And, and know, when we get to one of the predictions later in the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll go over it. It, it speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's a 10-match card, so it's not a huge point card. Right. Um, but one thing I do do want to, I talked with Trevi, we're kind of just, he was asking me about the Cruiserweight match, for instance. Um, it's like, if, if, so if that does get moved to the pre-show, it doesn't matter who we predicted to win or lose, right? I'm like, no, it doesn't. But just for clarification, these ten matches are all listed as main card matches. If you predict as your unadvertised surprise that the cruiserweight title is dependent on the pre-show, that's twenty-five points if you're right. That's easy though. Man. I, we know but hey, picked an easy you know, one last but, week. You know, it, you can do that. Yep. I'm just saying, if that's what you wanted to do. Yep. Um, because it's not officially on the pre-show, that would be. So, you know, if Tom wants to call in, if he's listening and change his, you know, his surprise, because I think his surprise is almost as weird as his finishing for one of the matches. Right. Um, you know, maybe he would want that bonus 25 mm -hmm. points. But and that, his, his first match is a possibility. Well, me, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, if we are all ready. You guys um, ready? Let's do it. Leading us off, and we will be talking about that Cruiserweight title match as Drew Gulak defends his title against Oni Lorkin, a guy I've never heard of before in my life. Yeah, he's on NXT. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, most, yeah. Um, so, Trivia, you get to lead us off. Uh, well, I've talked with DJ about this the other night. Oh, yeah, Oni Lorkin is, a, is an excellent, excellent wrestler. He's, he's tough as nails, that guy. But... Yeah. I don't think they're they're going to give him the cruiserweight title, so I'm going Drew Gulak with a pin. Right. Um, I, I'm next, and once again, I, I can't pick somebody that I've never heard of or seen. Mm -hmm. um, Drew, I've seen him in, in the ring several times now, and he's impressed me every time, a little bit more and more each time. So I'm going with Drew Gulak to uh, retain via pin. Okay. Little Nug? I went with Drew by pin, too. Okay. And DJ? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Gulak with my pin. All right. And the one. We have a clean sweep. Yep. Drew Gulak with pin. And I got a feeling that's not the first clean sweep we're going to see. I have a feeling you're right. I got a feeling this next one is going to be a clean sweep. Yep. Um, as the next match we're going to talk about is one of those matches that, listen, hey, the entrance to the, to the match is going to be longer than the actual match itself. As it's, as it's Goldberg taking on um, Dolph Ziggler. Um, just a good old regular singles match, I think, mm -hmm. once again. The camera following into the ring to get into the ring um, is going to be longer than right. how quickly he's going to destroy Dolph Ziggler. Um, I get to go first here, so I'm, I'm just going to start writing, and then if somebody wants me to stop for everybody else's <laughs> picks, just let me know. But Goldberg via pin. Joe? Well, really, I've been okay. I've been thinking about this match so much lately, but I'm gonna go with Goldberg back in. Okay. 
Okay, and what were you thinking as to whether or not Goldberg was going to pin him or Goldberg was just going to, like, demolish him to the point as to where Dolph Ziggler would not be able to get up? No, I was actually, I was thinking of something different. I was thinking Ziggler would win. Okay, okay. DJ? Um, yeah, I can't even think that. I got to go that Goldberg's going to squash him again. Yeah. Okay. And Thunderstorm also had Goldberg yep. be a pin. Yep. And Trib? I got Goldberg as a pin because I, I, I think Goldberg just got to redeem himself after that horrible showing against The Undertaker. Right. And like I said, I think he, I told DJ last night when we were watching NXT, which was a great show, by the way. Um, yes, it was. I told him, I said, I think he's going to beat Ziggler in less time than he beat Lesnar. And he beat Lesnar in a minute, 36 yeah, and seconds. And I think the only reason you see anybody sweating at all is because they'll glisten themselves before they come to the ring. Right. All right, on to the third match, um, which will be Finn Balor facing a, who challenged the Fiend Bray Wyatt to a match who grac- graciously accepted. Yep. Um, Little Mugster, who you got for this one? I went with Bray Wyatt, my pinfall. Okay. And DJ? Um, well, I definitely have Bray winning. But I, I don't know because if he's doing that, the whole mandible claw thing, I don't know if that's his move now. Like, I don't know if he's going to submit him or pin him. Ugh. I'm going to go Bray by pin. Okay. Okay, but, but you know, he could also put the mandible claw on him and pin him. At the same that's time, he, he, you know, Mick Foley's done that before. Yeah, no, that's true. And the thunderous one? Tom has Bray Wyatt pinfall. Trim? I have The Fiend pinfall. I, but and DJ, as you were talking, and Trivial attests to this, I was pointing to my head and then to his phone because I have the exact same thought because the last two times he's Kurt Angle and yep. he... and, and um. No, no, McFoley. McFoley, In the ring, he did the mandible claw. So that, I'm thinking, you know what? Why not do it? I'm going to be a little different. I will go with Wyatt, but I'm going to go with submission with with the mandible claw. Now, now I can get get behind this match if it was the Fiend against the Demon King. You're not supposed to get behind that yet. That would be Survivor Series. I, I know, yep, I know. You know, because Finn Balor wants to take, he just got engaged, yep. he wants to get out a little of that sexual aggression with his fiance. take a month or two off, mm-hmm. after about six weeks you'll start seeing when the Fiend comes out, you'll start seeing red flashing and things flashing in, in, in the arena. Right. And then you'll see the demon come out and, and you know. Alright, on to the fourth match. I'll get through this rather quickly with all these really easy I see matches. That. Yeah, we're going to have to... You know, and it analysis is, on some of these It is. Well, there's nothing to analyze, <laughs> but they're just... Yeah, that's true. I mean, what can you analyze about these first three matches? Yep. And in my opinion, here's another quick one. Kevin Owens takes on Shane McMahon um, as to where if Kevin Owens loses, he must quit the WWE. Not last time where he got fired from his brand and was able to go the other one. This one is he must quit WWE. Um, DJ, you get to lead us off with this one. Man, this was a tough one for me, and I know it's probably not for others, but uh, I gotta go KO by pen. I just can, I can definitely see Shane winning, and then Kevin Owens trying to find his way back in, you know, somehow. But I'll go KO by pen. 
Okay. And the thunderous one. Tom has Kevin Owens' pin. Treb? I got Kevin Owens' pin as well. As I have Kevin Owens' pin, and I can, I mean, it always, I mean, obviously, Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon. Right. He can change the rules to the match as it goes as to where it's no disqualification. That's what I'm surprised he didn't. You know, for me. Yeah. You know, I can do whatever I want. It's no holds barred for me, but right. for you, you know, blah, 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 something like that or something stupid like that to make the yep. match a little more interesting. And when he, came out Saturday, when he came out Tuesday night on SmackDown, that's what I thought he was going to say. Well, it's going to be no disqualification, you know. Right. And then he... And this then way he can get Elias, Drew McIntyre, right. you know. Um, maybe he'll make it a lumber a lumberjack match with only Drew McIntyre and uh, Elias Elias outside the ring. Right. You know. um, all right, little nug. What do you got? Um, I'm thinking of going different here. Everybody else is choosing Kevin Owens for some reason. I think I think Shane's going to do it. Okay. So I'm saying Shane, Shane by pin. All right. All right. That kind of put the kibosh on our... Uh, on our streak. On of, our streak of, of uh, you know. everybody picking the same one right. All right. We're going we to end up having a three-way tie here for first place after this pay-per-view. Well, I, had, I did have Wyatt be a submission, so right. it would be a little different. Either yep. I'm five points ahead or five points behind at right. that point. All right. On to the next match, where it is the Queen Charlotte Flair taking on Trish Stratus in her hometown of Toronto, Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, Toronto, Ontario. Um, Tom gets to lead us off with this one, and he goes... Charlotte Submission. Right. All right, Trip. Well, as much as I was looking forward to this match when they announced it, it's like, wow, you know, Trish Stratus against Charlotte in Toronto, Canada. Going to be a great match. I think... Uh, well, from what I read earlier today, they said that, you know, after tonight, Trish Stratus is officially retiring from entering competition. And then I said, well, do they want to make her lose on her last night, especially in Toronto? Kurt Angle lost in his last yep. match ever. Okay. Even I, I talked to DJ about that last night, too. And DJ's like, yeah, well, whoever makes you lose on your last match, I said, Kurt Angle did. And then I said, well, Charlotte's my girl. So I'm going to go Charlotte's submission. Okay. The figure eight. Um, I, you know, at first I thought, okay, you know what, yeah, obviously they're not going to book Trish Stratus in this match to lose in Toronto. But the more I think about it is, yeah, why not? You can always give a valiant, you know, one of those, okay... Pinfall miss, right. pinfall this, you know, even put her in a figure eight a couple times and get out of it to the points where finally it takes Charlotte, you know, give yeah. him 15, 20 minutes. Hopefully Stratus isn't shaping up to be able to do it. I mean, she is a mom in her 40s, mm -hmm. you know, and Charlotte's at the top of her game. A couple of holy shit moments, you know. You know, have a couple close near misses and then end it and after the, maybe even after the match, you show a little bit of, you know, you know, face for Charlotte and maybe, you know, put her hand out to help her up and then, you know, I don't know, um, maybe Lita comes down and helps out of the ring or somebody comes out and helps out of the ring, Edge and Christian, I don't know, something like that, but I don't see how 
you don't have Charlotte win this match. Right. Because I think whoever comes out on top of the Bailey Ember Moon match, Charlotte's coming for. Him. Yep. And, and you know, Clash of Champions is only a couple of pay per views away. So absolutely, you know, yep. I can see that. Little Nug. I went with Charlotte by pinfall. Okay. Pinfall. Pinfall. All right. And DJ. Oh man. <laughs> I like it. Yep. All right. I'm sure that's not the only one. Who's head to head? Me and him. Because we're tied for first. Oh, yeah. That's I don't right. care about anybody else right now. You guys oh, are all okay. behind us. You're 100 oh. points. You're not gaining 100 points on us in one pay view, unfortunately. Especially with the first four matches being identical. Yeah, that's you true. Know, so, you know, yeah. I'm looking more at DJ. So, um, all right. So, the next match is the first of the rest of the card of title matches that we'll be talking about. And it is for the SmackDown Women's title, where it is Bailey who challenged Ember Moon to a match, and Ember Moon accepted. Um, trivia, you get to lead us off with this one. Well, like I said to you before, the, before we went on the air today, this was one of the matches I was stuck on, because, I mean, em I think Ember Moon's a great talent. Uh, she's got a long career in this business if she stays with it. And then Bailey's champion, she's getting better and better every match I see her. I was, up until about 5 o'clock yesterday, I was going with Ember Moon. But then I said, well, they got a lot more matches in store for Bailey coming up. So I'm going Bailey pinfall over Ember Moon. All right. I am up next. And from the moment this match was made, I never gave Ember Moon a thought. Until in that tag match um, where she then lost and got pinned by Alexa Bliss. Then I'm like, well, I mean, just rule of thought in my mind. And, and it kind of is a pattern. You get knocked down on the paper, on, on the, the live show, SmackDown or Raw, you get, you win on the pay-per-view. But then nothing happened the week after that with Ember Moon at all. So I'm like, oh, Okay. Yeah. I don't remember if she was on SmackDown this past Tuesday. Don't even know if it was. I know the match was mentioned, but I don't think she even appeared. Yeah, she fought Natalia. Oh, that. Oh, that's right. Because then Natalia yeah. had her outside of the ring and lost by the swap. Yep. See how brief that was. <laughs> I even didn't even remember that she was there. Yeah. Um, but I can't see them putting the belt on Ember Moon yet. They haven't done anything to push right. Ember Moon. And I don't think Bailey's time as champion is up yet. So I will also go Bailey by pin. Okay. Little Nug. I also went with Bailey by pinfall. Okay. I and was going with Ember Moon at first. But then I changed it to Bailey. Okay. <laughs> DJ. Okay, and that leaves the lone wolf of the Thunderous One, who has Ember Moon by pin. <laughs> All right. 
That's not the funny one yet. We're getting there. We're right, getting we're there. getting there. All right. So the next match we're talking about is for the United States title as AJ Styles defends his title against Ricochet, who won that um, gauntlet match. Mm -hmm. um, and it was weird because even now they're still talking about the fact that he does have that slight elbow injury. And I had read a while ago that he wasn't going to be at SummerSlam at all and that this match was actually going to be a six-man tag. Right. Um, and he was at NXT last night. Yep, yeah, yep, they showed him side. He looked know. like he was one of the security guys with the Matt Riddle thing with uh, Killian Dane. Oh, I don't know. When I the security guys came out, I'm looking like, wow, that looks like Ricochet. And then all of a sudden he got a knee to the chops. Yeah, when Matt said, Riddle came out, I was playing a baseball game on my phone. <laughs> okay. You know, so. Yeah, that guy's kind of boring. All right, so I get to go first for this one. Um, and I, I, once again, the OC. You know, the original club mm -hmm. um, is getting pushed. I don't see a reason for Ricochet to take the title off of AJ Styles right now. Um, I think AJ holds on to the win. It's just a matter, in my opinion, I don't know if it's pinfall or submission. That's the only thing that I'm going back and forth with this. Um, but I think he's going to use and abuse that elbow. And this will give Ricochet time to take off a few weeks to rest and whatever the injury is with the elbow. Um, but obviously, it'll it'll be the other arm that that they'll work on. You know what I mean? If the injury is his left elbow, <laughs> he'll be out because his right arm gets hurt. Type right. deal. Um, but I'm gonna go AJ. It seems like every time I pick him to go submission, he wins by pin. So I'm gonna go AJ by pin. Okay. Little nug. I went with AJ Styles by submission. Okay. Okay. I wrote A five. That J did not look like a J. Um, all right, DJ. Um, I think, Greg, I think you hit the nail on the head with everything you said. I got to go AJ Styles by 10. All right. And the thunderous one has Ricochet pinfall. Okay. And trivia. Well, I was telling DJ, I said, I think either this one or Kofi and Randy Orton could possibly be a show stealer. But more than likely, I think that this one's going to steal the show. It's probably going to be the longest match on the card. Um, but my pick is AJ Styles by pinfall over Ricochet. All right. Okay, on to the eighth match of the card. And it is Becky Lynch defending her Raw Women's title against Natalya in a submission match. And I must admit, I had a brain fart this morning. Um, I was looking at Tom's predictions and kind of writing them down myself, and I'm like, well, how's Becky going to win? And I totally forgot that it was a submission match. Yeah. Um, Little Nugster, you are up first for this one. So this is just, you get the, the whole kit caboodle. You know, you get the 20 points if you predict it right, because there's only one way right. to win right. it. Right, one way you can win the match by submission. Right, I went with Becky Lynch. Okay. DJ? Oh, man. Um, damn it. I feel like they're in Canada. I feel like Lynch has a belt for so long. I feel like Natty's like one of those, like one of them Kofi Kingston type things where she's been around for so long and this and that. I mean, it's hard to go against the man. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go Becky by submission. Okay. 
And Tom has... Tom has picked his girl, yep. Becky. Becky. Yep. Trivia? I also went with Becky Lynch. Okay. I had Clean sweep. the same thing as DJ. The thoughts of, well, you know, maybe that, that give Natalia her, her shining role. Because her career is definitely on the backside of the mountain. Right. Um, yeah. Maybe they give her that that title and let her hold on to it for um till the next pay-per-view or even tomorrow night on Raw. And just like Becky Lynch said. But then I remembered one thing. The release of WK two thousand twenty and who's on the cover? Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is gonna win this match. Oh, yep. And and just like yeah. Becky said, uh she is what Natty's career needs. Basically. I mean I can't see, like you said, that's a very good point, Greg. I can't see them taking the title off of her while she's on the cover right. of 2020. Right. Um, and, and there may be a little more about this match to talk about okay. later. Yeah. There is. <laughs> All right. On to the ninth match of the show, and it is for the WWE Championship. And it is Kofi Cake Kingston defending his title against the Viper, Randy Orton. Um, DJ gets to lead us off for this one. Alright, well, it sucks because Orton's like one of my all-time favorites of all time, but Chris made a good point the other day. They're probably going to have to wrestle a few more times, so this time I wrote Colby by pen. You know, I was surprised to find out how close in age they are. Randy Orton's 39, Kofi Kingston's 38. I thought Randy Orton was much older than 39. I thought Randy Orton was younger than 39. No, I thought, I thought he was still in his mid 30s. I thought he was much older than 39. But then they said that they're only like a year apart, but Randy Orton's got the longevity in his career. Cause yeah, he's been, he started, he's been yeah. wrestling WWE since he went 11, 12. I think so, it seems like it, yeah. He was like 10 years old when he started. I, I think so. Like he's old. Yeah. Did you I, see the thing where it said his wife gave him an RKO? Yeah, I showed it. I saw it. It was on Instagram because I follow these people. You know, that's how we get a lot of my information. You know, there you go. What are the backstory um, and pictures of their butts? Um, Tom had Randy Orton pin. All right, trivia. I went with Kofi Kingston pin. I don't think they're ready to have Kofi lose the title yet. I think he's having a good run as WWE champion. He's he's exciting with the crowd. Um, he's kind of like out of the shadow of the New Day now because they got their own thing going on with the tag team titles. And, you know, even though he's been champion since WrestleMania and it's an 11-year career, he's finally a champion. You know, let him hold on to the title again until probably at least clash the champions and then see what happens then. But I think Kofi's going to retain tonight. This was the match <laughs> on the card that's troubling me the most. Um, it, it, and once again, there, and I, I'm going to graciously disagree with you because his reaction with the crowd has definitely lessened. The only time it's close to being what it was was when all three come out and Big E, you know, does the hype and Xavier, and then you hear Kobe Kingston. Kobe Kingston never talks first, he's always last of the three. Mm -hmm. When he comes out on his own, He's not getting that. Yeah, he's throwing pancakes, but he's not getting that same reaction. Overall, their merchandise sales have dipped for the first time in a long time. Ratings have never been lower on Raw since he's been 
by himself as the champion. I don't know, and that's what I'm... Uh, is it time to take the title off of him just to regenerate some excitement? But then I look at, okay, so if you put the belt on, on Orton, who's next? Who's in line right. to... Unless it's you know unless you're gonna do the rematch after rematch after rematch, so this is the match that I'm really really torn. Well, that's why I said to DJ, um, build this one up a little bit. Let them have a match, uh, another match after this or something. See what happens. Right. Um, so reluctantly, I'm and I, I want to choose Orton because I want to see the belt off of Kofi. I don't think it happens yet here, so I'm gonna go Kofi by pin one. Last time. Okay. I agree. <laughs> Little nug. Well, I went with Randy Orton by pinball. Okay. I won't be glad to see it. Yeah, I, I, and this is one of those that I would be glad if my prediction's wrong. You know, because right. I, I would love to see Orton as champion. Me too, too. All right, well, on to the last match prediction. Now, our last prediction. For those of you that are new to the show, we do have a couple of unique predictions that we do for our show. Um, and it's it's for the WWE Universal title, where it's Brock Lesnar defending against Seth Rollins. Um, the Thunders one's first for this one. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Here we go. Ready? He picks Seth Rollins by submission. I oh, never knew man. Seth Rollins had a oh, submission idiot. hold. You know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Unless he picks one up in the next uh, seven or eight hours. I mean, John Cena never had a submission hold until he was put in a submission match and then had a submission hold. Yep. True. So you never know. You never know. Tom could come up smelling like a rose on yeah. this one. You know. Um, all right, Trib, who you got? This one here, I mean... No, you gave, you gave us a good explanation about this with Seth Rollins, and I'd like for you to go over it when you get your oh. pick. And, but this one here, I, I mean, Seth Rollins was doing everything he said he was going to do as champion. He was going to come out every week. Unlike when we saw Brock Lesnar, he showed up whenever he wanted to. Seth was there every Monday night. Since he won the title, he was even wrestling on the shows when he won after he won the title. But I don't think they're gonna take the title off of Brock Lesnar right now after just putting the title back on him, especially with um, Paul Heyman running the show. I don't see Lesnar losing the title right now, so I'm gonna go Brock Lesnar by pinfall, and Seth will take some time off afterwards. Okay, um, as I was talking to Chibi before the show, um, I, I mean, I've read that there's a good possibility that Paul Heyman could cost Lesnar the match um, in some way, shape, or form. Not turn on him, but do something that, that causes Brock to lose. Um, putting the belt back on, on Seth because he likes, as, as the man running Raw, he likes Brock Lesnar as the chaser of the title better than the one being chased. But um, I, I kind of see this being almost as devastating as a match 
and he may supersede the amount of times that he suplexes Seth Rollins as he did to John Cena. Uh, mainly because we've got this little lingering story that popped up a couple weeks ago about some nude pictures that Seth Rollins had sent to Caitlyn when she was married and this and that. Um, yeah, it was, it was several years ago, but as we know, things that happened many years ago can still hit you hard today. Yep. So I can envision, once again, I can envision Brock Lesnar totally just dominating this match, suplex after suplex. Um, I, I did this little thing on DraftKings where they one of the questions was, you know, is, Seth, is uh, Rollins going to get suplexed more than F5? And I absolutely see that. I mean, I can see four F5s, but I can see 20 suplexes. Yeah. And Brock Lesnar just destroying him. Them showing pictures of Seth Rollins tomorrow at a medical center with a neck brace hooked up to all kinds of wires. Leave him off TV for a few weeks. Just let everybody forget about what may have happened or just let it blow over. So I'm going Brock Lesnar via pinfall. Okay. Uh, Little Nug. I went with Brock by pinfall also. And don't forget, guys, Little Nug probably won't be able to see some of these matches, so no spoilers. Yeah. All right. And DJ. <sighs> All right, so... You can always tell when DJ's... But he's good caught on a picture. You hear that big <laughs> sigh. <laughs> you know, with the whole thing about when you get your ass whooped on TV, you win at the pay-per-view. Well, Seth's been getting his ass beat yeah, for has. how long? Yeah. How many weeks in a row has he gotten beat up? Yeah. Um, and I can see Paul Heyman costing Brock the belt, you know. Uh, but... I think you're right, Greg. I think he's going to suplex him umpteen times, so <laughs> rock right there. Rock, okay. I'm writing your picks down for my own well-being tonight, too, Deej, so I can keep track of yours, mine, and Tom's. And I'm really I'm really hoping that after this, you know, maybe if, if this does happen, if, you know, well, that I, I'm thinking, then, you know, Rollins is off for a few weeks. I want Brock Lesnar to open up Monday Night Raw tomorrow, and I want to hear... Roar! And Braun Strowman come down. Yep. That's who I want to see against Brock Lesnar for the next couple pay-per-views. You mentioned, and it just hit me. You mentioned the Randy Orton going back to Randy Orton, um, Kofi Kingston match. And you guys, uh, you know, if you want to chime in on this as well, feel free to. Greg had said, "Well, if Randy Orton wins, who's next for Randy Orton?" <coughs> the big dogs on SmackDown. Yeah, but, the, but, he, but he's got to go through that Eric Rowan, Daniel Bryan thing, that whole setup with that. Yeah. that that's He's not, you know what I mean? He's not in that title picture yet. He's going to have to go through, you know, the whole Eric Rowan, Dan, Daniel Bryan right. thing first. But I'm, okay. All right, I can see that. Yeah. All right, All on right. to our next prediction, which is we predict the first match of the card. Obviously, all 10 matches are available. But if you do pick a match and it winds up showing up on the pre-show, that doesn't count as being correct. It's the first match of the main card. Right. Trivia, you've been struggling with this all along. Yep. So you know what? That's one of the reasons why I kind of had you go first overall because I knew that made you go first for this one. Okay. Uh, well, I finally narrowed it down to my first pick. And seeing as how, like I said to Greg before, seeing as how this is one of the big four and... It's going to be a good crowd. It's a sellout crowd. Let's get the crowd going in the beginning of the match. 
I'm picking AJ Styles Ricochet for the first match. Okay. I always I'm, I'm waiting I always, for your bonus. I always think about that. I always want that match, you know, the big match to get people from the souvenir stand and everywhere yeah. back into their seats. Um, so, once again, it's in Toronto. Let's celebrate one of our own Canadians. You're not going to put a title match first. So I'm going with Charlotte Stratton, Charlotte and Trish to open up this paper. Why not? They put a title match first on the last paper. I don't care. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think they're going to put Becky Lynch and Natalya right. first. Okay. Yep. You know, maybe Kevin Owens, Shane, because he's from Canada. But I can I'm, see going, that. I'm going with ladies first. Yep, I can see that. All right, little nug. I actually went with Owens and Shane for the first match. Okay. Right. That's definitely a good pick. Is that one of the ones you were stuck on? No, it's, no. it's unadvertised. Oh, it's surprise. unadvertised surprise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, DJ, who's first? Uh, um, I'm gonna go with. I think. I think it'll be great to hear Kevin Owens' music lead off. Lead off this pay per view. So let's do it. KO versus Shane. Okay. All right, and Tom. Bray Wyatt, Finn <laughs> Balor. All right. Now we are on to the unique one of ours. Um, yes, because I yeah. wanted to go first yeah. on this one. Um, our unadvertised surprise for the pay-per-view. Um, I've had a couple... And this is where Nug gets us. I've had a couple going back and forth. Um, one was in the Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon match. Because Shane McMahon will stack everything against the odds with Kevin Owens. Um, and then thinking, you know what? Fellow Canadian, Sami Zayn, comes to be the hero and makes a face turn coming to Kevin Owens' aid. Um, I thought about the Bailey-Ember Moon match. And, you know, what? thinking, okay, well, you know what? If Sasha's ever going to come back, maybe the time is now. Maybe she comes out. After the match is over, confronts Bailey, and then then I'm like, well, you know what? If Sasha comes back, SmackDown doesn't need Sasha Banks. Monday Night Raw does. And who's the face of Monday Night Raw? Becky Lynch. She's the face, she's the women's face of the WWE. There's been some Twitter banter from Becky Lynch questioning Sasha Banks' loyalty. Saying, hey, you know, she, you know, she, she took her belt and, you know, she got her belt and then she lost and she, you know, went away and cried. She didn't come back. You know, what you do when you lose is you come back harder and you, you, you fight, you know, harder and blah, yep. blah, blah. So, I'm actually going to say that Sasha Banks does make a return tonight at SummerSlam. Okay. But it's not against Bailey. It's in reaction to Becky Lynch. So, she'll make an appearance um, during or after the Becky Lynch... Okay, now guys, remember that. He said during or after. Yeah. So cool. there's, so there's the, the, that's the big difference because... If he, I, you know, I'm just saying Sasha comes back to confront Becky. Okay, but I'm just saying, it, it's right. this way they don't get confused. They say, oh, well, Becky... Well, if Sasha just makes a return, I'm wrong. She comes back to confront Becky. Okay. Lynch. 
specifically Becky Lynch. So if she so if she just shows up on the ring apron and distracts Becky and then just turns around and walks away, it doesn't count. Well, that's a confrontation. If she does anything to confront Becky Lynch with oh, anything, okay. I you know, meant like confrontation. You know, like, okay. she attacks Becky Lynch in, in in the locker room. That's a confrontation. Okay. She comes up to Becky Lynch in an interview and says, "I hear you talk about me." Slaps her face. That's a confrontation. Okay. You know. Um, all right, little nug. What do you got? All right. Well, first things first, I'm changing one of my picks. Already? Okay. Uh, yep. Which one? Because the one, the one that I'm changing is part of my surprise. Okay. And I'm changing the match between Goldberg and Ziggler to what I originally was thinking of. Ziggler? And I'm changing it to Ziggler by pin. Okay. All right. I want to hear this one. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, for the past couple of months, I've been seeing a whole bunch of stuff um, on social media or whatever. And uh, I don't know what made me think of it, but, I mean, you got Goldberg and Ziggler. In a match together. And I guess for the past couple months or so, there's been some heat between Goldberg and somebody else. And then I was actually reading something today that um, Matt Riddle could be commentating against uh, during the uh, Ziggler and Goldberg match. So, okay. on advertised surprise, is Matt Riddle causes Goldberg to lose. Okay, then we might actually see our very first live funeral on WWE. Because if he causes Goldberg to lose the match and Goldberg gets his hands on him. But they have been going, they have yeah. had banter back and forth on Matt Twitter. Matt Riddle as, as did Ziggler and yeah. you know, Goldberg. Too, well, you so. see, what I thought Joe was going to say was Shawn Michaels was going to come in to go super kick Ziggler and he was going to he was going to move and he was going to super kick Goldberg. <laughs> That's what I thought he was going to say. Okay. I wasn't even thinking of that. Uh, Deej, what's your surprise? Um, I'm going to go with good old Ronda Rousey coming back either during or after the Natty uh, Becky Lynch match. Okay. That was my second surprise. Okay, but now do you think that she's ready to come back? I mean, I understand that she's trying to have think, a baby and... Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, she's ready. She's already been train, training again at um, the performance. She's ready. She okay. was ready before she even left. All right. And the thunderous one? Vince McMahon appears during the Shane match. Oh, all right. Like I said, Seth Rollins via pinfall. I mean... Yeah, submission rather, yeah. And this, this, you know, poor guy wonders why he's the caboose. All right, Trim? Well, Greg had mentioned before about the pre-show and how these matches are on the main card right now, and if I picked Drew Gulak versus Oni Lorcan to be on the pre-show and it happens, I get the 25 points. Honestly, as much as I want to pick that, I think it's a little too easy. Thank you. I, I want to go with, a, with one that we're not going to expect. I think 
my unadvertised surprise is Roman Reigns versus Rowan on the card. Nice. Anywhere on the card, whether it's a pre-show or whether it's a main card, Roman Reigns versus Rowan on on the card. I originally was going to say Roman Reigns versus Buddy Murphy, but I think the fans would rather see Roman Reigns versus. Well, I think Rowan. After, I think if it was still if it wasn't said that it was Rowan and Buddy Murphy didn't answer him, I could see that possibly being, you know, a match. But right. with him saying it was Rowan, it was Rowan, what does he need to fight Buddy Murphy for? Because he told him who it was? Right. He, you know, so yeah, so that would not make much sense. Right. All right, on to the last pick of the card, and it is my bonus pick. Once again, just for clarification, this has nothing to do with the points for this show. It doesn't determine, you know, if I'm down by 10 points and I get this right, it doesn't matter. I still lose. Yep. I just get 25 points added to my overall score. If it happens. If, well, if it happens. Right. So, you know, I can take a flyer and, and really, you know, go off the deep end with, with a prediction. And I, I laid out a little scenario. I hope, he doesn't, I hope he doesn't pick the, the pre-show match. No, no, I laid out a scenario to trivia of something that I had thought could possibly happen last night. Um, I thought it last night um, in reference to the Shayna Baszler match. We need to hear this, guys. So my, my thought was this. Um, as it looked like Shayna Baszler was going to lose, um, my thought was during the Becky Lynch-Natalia match, as DJ had said, we would see Ronda Rousey come down to the ring. Um, whether it be towards the end of the match, the beginning of the match, whatever, um, maybe Becky Lynch wins. And then Ronda Rousey comes into the ring and helps, quote-unquote, beat down Becky Lynch a little bit. But then she pancakes Natalia as well, as one by one, the rest of the NXT horsewomen come down. So now you have the four horsewomen surrounding the ring, or in the ring, surrounding Becky Lynch. Then you see Bailey come out. Then you see Charlotte come out. Then the crowd explodes as Sasha Banks' music comes on and she comes out. And they then all come down to the ring and we have our four horsewomen versus four horsewomen teaser to a summer to a Survivor Series match of the UFC Four Horsewomen versus the WWE Four Horsewomen. That is the out of the box crazy and will not really ever happen, but if it does, I should get a hundred bonus <laughs> points, not just a twenty-five bonus point prediction from my outside the box I'll tell prediction. You, if that happens, that's gonna put SummerSlam at an A plus for the car. Yeah. Definitely. You just gave me goosebumps so bad just now saying that. That would be awesome. So, all right, guys. So what I like to talk a lot about before, uh, but I just want to mention to everybody out there listening, because, you know, our, our listeners are going up and up each week. Uh, before the show started today, I was signing in, and there was 447 downloads for this show uh, for today. And we want to thank everybody for for their support and listening and everything. But next week, 
joining us next week live on the show. Yeah, I'm confused about that. So go go ahead. Will be ahead. former WWE tag team champion Tugboat. But you posted a picture of Typhoon. Well, same thing. Typhoon well, Tugboat. I, I understand that, but you know what I mean. You, you could have, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that may not even, you know, the younger generation may right. they don't even know who Tugboat is. So you say Tugboat, but then you show an autographed picture of him as Typhoon. Well, he signed it as Typhoon. So. Right. But because uh, well, it was a picture of him. Right. Typhoon. And so, so Tugboat slash Typhoon slash Shockmaster slash Big Steel Man will... Uh, slash Awesome Guy. Yep. Will be uh, joining us next week on the Top Rope Report Live. We've had him on the show before. I had a great time with him. Uh, we hung out with him. He's, he's an awesome guy. And um, looking forward to hearing from him again next week. So let me talk to you guys for a minute about what match are you most looking forward to tonight and which match are you least looking forward to tonight? Joe? Um, the match I'm most looking forward to, I would say, um, probably Randy and Kofi. Okay. Okay, I can see that, yep. Just because I've always, I've always been a fan of Randy Orton. And I, I really want him to be uh, a champion again. Right. And cool. least and, looking uh, forward to. The least. Uh, I'm looking up the list here. I'd say the least is probably Charlotte and Trish. Okay. What about you, Deej? Um, the, mo the match I'm looking forward to the most is definitely seeing the Fiend come out, Bray Wyatt. So definitely that match. Um, the one I'm least looking forward to is probably Goldberg and Dolph. It's going to be a quick match. Yep. Yeah, I'd say the one I'm most looking forward to is... Uh, I would have to say... AJ Styles Ricochet because I really think that's going to steal the show and the least looking forward to like I agree with DJ Goldberg Dolph Ziggler because it's I mean there was some rumblings before about Ziggler Goldberg before he came out on Smackdown and signed the contract and then Miz looked at him like oh I can't wait to get my hands on you next Monday night on Raw and right. Ziggler looked at him like you know what are you talking about then he went to sign the contract you know you didn't read the fine print and then all of a sudden he looks at Shawn Michaels and I'm saying, don't even tell me it's going to be Ziggler against Shawn Michaels because I would definitely fall asleep during that match because there's no way I was looking forward to that. Then Goldberg came out and it's like, well, Goldberg, Goldberg's had his time. Yeah. He, he was one of the, you know, Michael Cole said he was one of the greatest WCW champions of all time. Okay, I, I can see that. He had his run in WWE. He's... Over 50 years old, or 50 years old, or whatever. Move on. Let the let the younger generation come in. I'm I'm looking. I'm not looking forward to the match because it's going to be a short match. Right. Because Goldberg's yeah. not geared to go a long match anymore like he right. used to be. So that's with me with those. What about you, Greg? Um. Well, I mean, if my four horsewomen, four horsewomen thing comes true, I I'd definitely be looking most forward to the Becky Lynch and Natalya match. Definitely. But. I have to agree with Trib. The AJ Ricochet match um, is probably the one that I'm most forward looking to. 
Um, just because I, I mean, Ricochet is one of the best up young and up and coming, yep. you know, stars that we've seen in a, in a in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then AJ Styles is just AJ Styles. I right. mean, there's nothing to say about that. But surprisingly enough, my my first thought of you know the match that I'm least excited to see is Charlotte and Trish, because I think to make the match look competitive, in all honesty, Charlotte's gonna have to dial it down a little bit, which to me makes is gonna make it be a, a disappointing match. Yeah, because Charlotte um, goes full bore all the way. And if, if she does do that, it, it's. It's it's gonna be shorter than it's gonna be just like Goldberg, right. you know Ziggler. She's gonna to have to dial it down, which to me is gonna make for a disappointing match. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys think that with only uh, like we said right now, there's ten matches. We know they're gonna add a couple more. Yeah. If, but let's just look on the other side. If they don't add a couple more and they go with the ten matches, do you think a two-hour pre-show is gonna to be too long with just ten matches? Well, I mean, I mean they're they're. And they're we'll, gonna have to do a match or two on the pre-show. Yeah. Whether they're whether they move the cruiserweight or they, they say, you know what, listen, let's leave the cruiserweight title on the main card. We can put it in between two big matches, you know, and then do a couple, you know Keep the crowd going and everything. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and then just put a match or two on, on the pre-show. You know, throw in a triple fit raw tag team, you know, title match or, or something like that. Throw Andrade Mysterio on the mm-hmm. pre-show. Don't put Roman Reigns um, versus Roman on a card so Trivi doesn't get 25 points. You know, do something like that. <laughs> now, do you guys... Now, what I'd like to see is the former hostess of the pre-show match take on the current hostess in a, in a Braun Panties match, you know, between Renee Young and Charlie. By the way, Charlie Emma. was looking hot yesterday on, on uh, NXT. But one thing I was thinking about was... We were talking before on the show, months and months and months ago, before the women's division got really huge, that the way they made the women's division huge is they showed women's matches. They made the women do matches that they wouldn't normally do. And now we're looking at the WWE is having tag team issues. Why don't you start focusing more on the tag team Division, because I think it's really ridiculous not to have any of the tag team titles named on this card already. You've got the New Day, which six-time champion. Okay, the New Day is still the New Day. They're mm-hmm. over with the crowd all the time. Then you've got but who? Who's challenging them to put them even more over? I, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Figure something out. You've got these. You've got these people like. Bring the street profits up. You even said last night they're actually pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, who's seen them? Up until last night, the only thing I ever knew about them was there were some loudmouth talking guys on Raw. That's why I think they should combine the tag teams on both shows. Because right now you're just pissing away the Viking Raiders. For some strange reason. But who are they wrestling? That's what I'm saying. The popcorn and soda vendor, because there's nobody worthy to wrestle. But put them in title matches. Put With them, who? The cha- who's the, the champions? Exactly. Of who's the champions of Raw right now? The uh, the club. Uh, right. It took you ten seconds to think about it, though. Well, I couldn't think of the name. Exactly. 
That's the problem. They that, have uninterest. You can't put something that's uninteresting on a massive card. That's because they're not making the tag team division interesting. You've got to figure something out to make the tag teams interesting. You they, want to make. You want. They did it with the women. You want to elevate the tag division? Put together the tag team of Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe. Roman yeah. Reigns goes heel or Samoa Joe goes face and they just destroy the tag division. And maybe that could have, like DJ said, and we picked it up last week, maybe that could be something that they were working on because Roman, genu I mean, Samoa Joe genuinely seemed concerned about Roman last week. You know, put together yeah. the Samoas, the Samoan faction. Have the Usos, oh, wow. Roman Reigns, and Samoa Joe all together. Have them take out the OC. You know? I can see that. But is the wow. WWE willing to do that? What do you guys think? The WWE won't do anything. <laughs> go, go ahead, DJ. I think the WWE would probably do anything. But who knows if they would do that. That would be great, though, to see. Yeah. I would have never thought Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe put them together because that would make a hell of a tag team. Yeah. It really would. Yep. What about you, Lil Nug? Um, I was actually talking to one of my friends before uh, before the podcast started, and he was telling me how that, um, I don't know where he gets all this information from, but he was telling me something about how Vince doesn't want Samoa Joe to be a baby face. And then, and then like, a couple months ago, he was telling me that, um, that Vince doesn't really like tag teams. Well, that's obvious. Yeah, because I, push him at all. Cause I read somewhere that Vince really isn't too high on the Viking Raiders. Yeah. So like, so, like, I think that's why you're not really seeing a lot happening with the tag team division. Both but then how come women. almost every show they throw the... They, like, this past week, was it um when it was AJ Styles Ricochet? Then all of a sudden, it's now a six-man tag. Uh, I mean, you know what? If you love these six-man oh, yeah. tag, if you love these six-man tag teams, then put together a, a three-man tag title. Yeah. I mean, I, it just every week yeah. he doesn't like tag matches, but then he turns singles matches into six-man tags, or mm -hmm. you know, just you, you can't do it. Only you know. Ah. I think this is the first pay-per-view I can recall that they've had every match was a singles match. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. the last time. Yeah, unless they add a tag team match tonight, but we'll have to see. And okay, so just just to let you know, for those of you that are listening to us on Spotify, um, we only have so much time to record on Spotify as to where in talk show we have, what, eight hours. Yeah. Um, so for those of you listening on Spotify, we want to thank you for listening. Absolutely. Um, this was our pay-per-view prediction show. We're going to sign off on Spotify, but we're going to continue on TalkShoe.com. Yep. So take care on Spotify, and we'll catch you next week for the return of Typhoon. <laughs>